planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Here we are on another episode of the Everblack Podcast. And on this show, we are joined by Josh Middleton from Silosis, who will be releasing their long-awaited new album, Cycle of Suffering, through Nuclear Blast this Friday, February 7th. And I've got to tell you, this album is worth the four-year wait. It's probably already one of my favorites of the year so far. It's brutal, it's catchy, and it sounds just amazing when you turn it up loud in the car. Uh, I've been cranking it over the last uh, couple of weeks, and uh, it's it's just awesome. Uh, Josh is uh, one of the best songwriters in metal, I think. And not only that, he's just really humble and cool to hang with. And uh, I did enjoy talking a bit of Smashing Pumpkins and Weezer with him as well. And, uh, of course, his work with Architects, who have just blown up into this massive headliner. And uh, they're just just taking over the world right now. So they've they've toured here a couple of times, and and they're always amazing live. Those guys, and I'm really really hoping that uh, Josh brings Silosis back here again because that was Soundwave. I, I saw them, and they were just mind blowing. Just one of the heaviest bands. I love these guys. You can pre-order the new Silosis album, Cycle of Suffering, now. It's out this Friday, Feb 7th. Go check it out. Turn it up loud and uh, get into it. All right. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. That is shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they're awesome guys. Shout out to Karen and Buzz, www.blacklightad.com.au. Show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to recommend the awesome new occult clothing brand, Electric Witch, who have uh, launched recently and just kicking goals. Their, their apparel, like uh, their shirts, dresses, hats, they're awesome. Uh, if you like things on the uh, darker side, and uh, their designs are pretty brutal. So uh, get in, go go and check them out. Support them there. Uh, Australian as well. And uh, that's uh, the brainchild of... Of Matt from Dark Cell, and uh, he's always bringing out some quality stuff. So uh, www.electricwitch.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ever Black podcast through iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com. It's uh, been going for a few years now, and um, everyone, everyone pitching in and helping out i i want to give a shout out to the team too good work guys thank you all right here is my chat with josh from silosis cycle of suffering will melt your face off go get it as soon as it drops Horns high, enjoy. Dude, it's good to have you on back on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to be back. It's great to have Silosis back as well. I mean, the new album, Cycle of Suffering, comes out on Feb 7, and it's already one of my favorites to kick off the year, man. Songs are great. Production sounds brutal. And uh, it's just all around a solid record, man. How long did you have this cooking? A long time. Yeah, really long time. Uh, well, thank you, obviously, first uh, for what you said. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so basically the the last tour that I just did was 2016 in like March. I, at the time, I was just really unhappy with the band, I guess, where the band was at. And musically, I felt like I'd been holding myself back or like put a lot of restrictions on what Solosis could and couldn't do and, and pushing the band in a direction that I don't know if I was actually happy with. So yeah, I, I kind of enforced a, a hiatus right after that tour, pretty much. And I began writing to and it's just going to start i was just going to start a new band altogether i was just going to do a, a new project with some different musicians but initially i just started writing and demoing uh, new new songs over those few months and i sent sent some demos to the label and to my manager and they were both just like why are you trying to do a new band when this just sounds like solosis basically that's like I, I, in my mind, I, I was doing something that was quite different, but um, they were right. And I think I just realized that I just needed that um, new perspective or like a fresh approach or mm. a new mindset, and, you know, and not being too caught up on writing for Solosis and what Solosis could and couldn't do musically. And just that alone was really freeing. So uh, a lot of the album was written back then and recorded quite early on but over the years i've gone back and changed things we didn't actually end up tracking the, the drums until 2018 or the end of 2018 so uh it that was yeah just a little over a year ago now and then the mixing i i mixed it myself and that took a long time me going around in circles and not really knowing what i was doing so it was a very drawn out uh process for sure so it's it's been going on since yeah 2016 so yeah, it's good to finally be able to release it and have it done. How the hell did you keep it a secret for that long? Um, I mean, if I'm honest, <laughs> I when I I just like like I said in 2016, I sort of put mm -hmm. the band on hiatus, started writing, and then realised okay, I came back around to the idea that I can make it work as a mm -hmm. solosis record. And not long after that realisation. Tom died and I joined Architects yeah, and I of kind of felt at that time I was just like you know what I wasn't happy with Solosis I don't want to rush into it I really like I've been friends with the guys in Architects for a long time and I just needed that uh the distance away from Solosis to kind of really reevaluate how I felt about the band so there was a period where I was just like uh I don't know if I'll do it or like maybe I'll just release the album and that be it and yeah. then uh after a while, yeah, I realized, no, I, I do really like the band and I can make it work with both bands. I think it always looks on the surface to people like bands are really busy and are, are like on tour all the time. But truth be told, like Architects doesn't tour more than like five months of the year, if that. So, um, yeah, I, I can make it work doing both now. And uh, yeah, so sorry to answer your question anyway. Uh, how <laughs> difficult was it? There, there was a period where I wasn't sure like what was going on. So it was yeah. more like, figuring out for myself and like giving myself time to reevaluate and like make sure like do i need to do solosis will i be happy doing it again and uh yeah it, it just took me a while to realize that yeah i you know i was happy doing it but then also yeah the recording and the mixing took forever so that was kind of frustrating waiting for that to be done even though i was doing it i was just like not happy with the mixes for a long time so uh, i was kind of learning as i went man it sounds killer. Thank you. All credit to you, brother, because like it, I've been listening to it in the car for the last couple of weeks, turning it up, and it sounds really good turned up. You know, sometimes oh, awesome. you get them and they just farts out your speakers, and you're like, ah. But right. No, yeah. man. no sounds that, awesome. That's actually uh, I have to give a lot of credit to Ermin 
uh, who from Systematic Productions, who's actually based in Melbourne, who uh, mastered the album. Shit. And uh, he he would uh, I'd send him a mix, but like, no, nah, no, nah, that's that's not good enough. <laughs> so he kind of <laughs> like he held my hand through the the whole a uh, lot of the mixing process. So I have to credit him for pushing me and pushing for a better mix for sure. A lot has happened in that time as well, as you said, architects. But have you found that when it came to, to writing and stuff that some of the arch- architects' influences sort of seeped in to Silosis over that time as well? Uh, not really, to be honest. Uh, mainly because uh, the album was kind of written before I joined Architects. Mm. But I think, uh, you know, over the years, I, I from being an architect, like, yeah, just, you know, getting to the point a bit quicker you know silos songs are always really long and i think everyone myself included everyone's attention span is a lot less these days and like the you know the social media age of everything being instant on your phone uh and captivating people's attention so uh the songs are definitely more to the point i guess and you know writing in architects now like, it, like writing with dan the drummer in architects yeah i now used to trying to get to the point is like with everything you know not like trimming the fat where possible being kind of ruthless mm. uh, um you know editing your own work and just being like okay do i need that bit do i need that bit you know cut that cut that but i, I think uh you know as i said obviously the album was written prior to joining architects i, I yeah, have true. obviously gone back over stuff in those years yeah, and I could, I mean. like edit songs down again but in terms of the, the material itself you know and having said that you know about saying like the, the songs are shorter and more focused and to the point there's still like tons of riffs everywhere and it's still like you know everything that fans liked about the band you know the technical elements and you know like having tons of riffs all over the place is, is still there it's just a bit more focused and the songs aren't six minutes long anymore man that riff to uh calcified that's one of the best riffs oh thanks man thank you yeah yeah, dude. Because I was watching the play, the the playthrough that you put up. Yeah. And um, man, that's awesome. Of course, the video for that is uh, incredible as well. Really grim, grim as fuck, is what I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I was kind of worried. Like, I, I in my head, like, uh, so basically, the the guy who did it does a lot of uh, behemoth videos and stuff. Um, our manager also manages them, and he put me in touch with this guy, and I love his work and I, I kind of said to him like yeah just make it really like dark and disturbing and then uh the, there's a, a shot at the end that actually having seen it i was like oh i don't know if that's actually kind of too far uh, like you know uh, the you know seeing someone hanging there it was uh yeah i i don't know if i i, I don't think we'd uh go for something like that again because I, I definitely saw a, a reaction video and someone said that they had lost a friend uh, who hung oh. himself. I don't know. It's it's a tricky area that I think. Um, yeah. You know, you'll see all kinds of violent stuff happening in movies, and it's just a movie, you know. And then you do it in a music video, and it can like, yeah, I don't know. I it, I put me in a weird. I'm not sure how how to feel about that kind of stuff because like the last thing I want is for is to be needlessly, you know, violent or graphic and without imagery. Sorry, and. Mm. Um, or like for you know, bring up you know something that's disturbing for people. It's not something that I am like happy with. At the same time, yeah, you know, like people watch movies and that kind of stuff all the time. So I don't really know. But yeah, anyway, aside from that one point, the video is very cool. Uh, I'm really pleased with uh, with how it turned out generally, and uh, hopefully we can do some more with him in the future. Incredible incredible work and of course uh, you did the artwork as well didn't you yes i did how is that playing with the the album title 
in a very uh it it is kind of linked but not really so basically the the uh the album artwork i drew i guess i call it digital painting on an ipad pro and uh basically back in 2018 i was doing a i was on tour in the states and we did a flight from la to salt lake city and uh just as we were taking off we hit this like huge air pocket and like this huge bang just like hit the whole plane and, like shook the plane and uh i just got really 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 anxious on that flight just because there was like so much turbulence and um yeah like since then i just had like this kind of phobia of flying and i realized that well, the one thing that kind of um helped and was therapeutic was like drawing or doing anything creative i guess and uh i like sometimes i could get my laptop out and work on music but the easiest thing is to just get the ipad out and just kind of start drawing so um in terms of like what you're seeing i can't pretend that i can give you any like deep meaning behind it but the artwork was kind of done in a state of uh anxiety on multiple flights so i like we did a lot of festivals i say we this is architects uh, a lot of festivals over the summer and there would be a lot of just flying out for a weekend and then flying back so that was like a lot of flights uh and i would chip away at that album artwork on all of those flights and uh yeah i guess the the artwork itself was kind of born out of a lot of uh keeping my mind off being anxious and i'm kind yeah. of over flying now like i'm fine with it again kind of worn off but uh, there was definitely a period where that was kind of hard to get back on a plane just i mean it wasn't that big an issue like this first flight that kind of shook me but yeah just once that kind of stuff gets in your head it's kind of hard to shake it off so that's yeah it was kind of not necessarily the what you're seeing but more the process of creating the artwork kind of i guess ties into the, the album title in a way and that's that's totally understandable <laughs> i'd feel the same way if i was on a plane but you know you got that that cool piece of art out of it you know it's a cool cover man sure. i mean yeah, thank shirts you. and stuff like yeah i can't wait to get one myself but of course i mean you've also got a, a young family now as well how's that sort of change things for you in in regards to uh the way you approach music and stuff um i'm to be honest i'm so fortunate that my wife is <laughs> so amazing and, and does so much uh, she's on maternity leave still so uh she's around 24 7 we just have a nine-month-old daughter now i feel yeah like super lucky that i mean obviously like she's really great and we're very fortunate that both our parents uh, are very close like five minutes from us so uh awesome. we get a lot of support and help i haven't done too much touring yet um we've done like obviously festivals over the summer and i did uh we were in australia for a couple of weeks that's the longest i've been away from uh, my daughter and it, it was yeah it's, it's tough but um i'm very fortunate to have like a you know my wife is great and you know family nearby who can help her if i'm not there so yeah but other than that it's all going really good thanks yeah just a lot of fun and still just you know it's just a few less hours of the day that i can spend writing you know taking care of her but yeah no no i don't feel like it's changed too much just yet at least another thing i want to ask you about you did a cover of uh smashing pumpkin song zero a little oh, while yeah. ago. that is yeah. my favorite band of all time dude hands down oh, something cool. i've always wanted to do was a, a pumpkins cover like jelly belly or uh bodies yeah, yeah. so man and you nailed it has, oh, thank has you. there been any other songs like like that that you've wanted to sort of put your own spin on um yeah i, I can't think off the top of my head but there's always kind of stuff that floats around i think one song that i 
like listened to recently, I was like, oh, I'd love to cover that, was uh, Typo Negative, uh, I Don't Want to Be Me, and then I realized Trivium have just done that. So uh, that's, <laughs> I think we get like comparisons with them enough that we'd like, you know, go and cover the same songs, not a, a great, you know. Not the best decision, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I really like that song. I've always loved uh, Smashing Pumpkins as well. Like you say, um, that album in particular, there's that one song, mm. uh, is it Where Boys Fear to Tread? It's got yeah. such a sick riff. Yeah, I always wanted to do that one as well, but I, I guess we picked Zero because uh, it's a bit shorter and uh, you know a bigger song that people are going to recognize, I guess. So yeah. Not poor Selena. Uh, <laughs> extra long <laughs> did you ever find yourself fast forward through that intro you know it just fades in forever <laughs> um yeah probably yeah it's been a while since i listened to the album but yeah i'm sure i would have done that as a kid because man that's another thing is he he shreds dude has he been a yes. big influence on you he's really yeah, underrated I, as a player for sure i i genuinely um kind of forget about him and his mm. how he would have influenced me and inspired me because uh when i started playing guitar i was into i guess i was like eight or nine when i started playing and there was like nirvana and then like the Foo fighters first album came out so it was like those bands and smashing pumpkins and then rage against the machine and then i got into like metallica and heavier and heavier music but yeah there was a, a period where like yeah i was obsessed with smashing pumpkins as a kid and i uh, used to like play guitar along to melancholy and i think yeah his especially like his guitar playing like his his lead styles i think's rubbed off on me and uh yeah I, I, even like his use of like harmonizing guitars i always kind of wondered like oh what effect is he using and i realized oh it's just two guitars like layered up yeah and then obviously like loads of bands like metallica always have like harmonized guitar stuff but yeah there was like this kind of metallica element in smashing pumpkins music that i kind of always forget about um, but there's some like amazing solos that I think rubbed off on my like melodic side of playing, especially the one in uh, "Here Is No Why." Yeah, such a big like epic melodic solo, and I I think that's like really inspired me. Even though I kind of forget, I tell you who else is like really inspired me. Who's like even further away from uh, like being a metal guitarist, but like Rivers from Weezer. I used to oh, listen yeah. to the first Weezer album all the time. There's like really sick like leads on the album and i those those have got to be like you know subconsciously like ingrained in me because even though i kind of stopped listening to weezer and smashing pumpkins like after i got into like much heavier music and was starting to you know pay attention to lead playing i feel like those those two like probably left like a a bit of a mark on on me subconsciously in terms of my playing because you can hum those solos too you know what I mean? yeah exactly the melodies sure. yeah, yeah so can we expect to see you dudes down here Oh, I'd love to. Uh, we have no no current plans. We have quite a limited plans in terms of touring. Not 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 that we're not that we are limited, but we're, we've just been a bit selective over what we do coming back and just kind of not rushing into doing too much at once. You know, just testing the market, see see how it goes down. We've got our first show back in two weeks' time in London, which is just sold out, which is cool. So um, saw that, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes, but um, I mean, however it goes, we'll be doing more shows. So hopefully, we'll be back in Australia at some point. That's awesome, man. Well, I hopefully it'll be uh, very very soon. So, uh, dude, it's it's been awesome to uh, be chatting to you about this album, man. Cycle of Suffering comes out on Feb seven through Nuclear Blast. Dude, thanks again for uh, taking the time to hang, and I uh, hope you have a kick ass weekend, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, great speaking to you as well. Have a good weekend too.
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 